This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday, the 2nd of August. In your Sport Today, the Aussie Gold Rush continues in Tokyo. High jumpers share the moment of the games. Football codes forced to scramble the carnage in the F1. This is your Sport Today. Guys, I'm going to hazard a guess uh, that you, like many of us in lockdown, spent most of the weekend watching the Olympics. Fez, I didn't think the imprint on my couch could get any bigger, but uh, (laughs) here we are. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. There's been plenty to watch and lots of it has been Australia winning gold medals. The swimmers have done their heavy lifting for sure, winning nine of Australia's 14 golds, but it's Emma McKean that's been breaking all the records. Yeah, she's had a pretty good meet. Okay, that's a lie. She's had an outstanding meet and I think we're running out of superlatives to actually describe what she's been able to achieve. McKeon picked up two more gold medals yesterday to take her tally to three golds and four bronze medals in Tokyo. Now, no swimmer has ever won seven medals at a single Games, and she's the first woman in any sport to win seven medals since the Helsinki Games of 1952. McKeon now has 11 Olympic medals. That's the most ever by an Australian, and she's only 27. So there could be more to come because the next Games are obviously in just three years. Yeah, just incredible from McKean. And she wasn't the only Aussie to get gold on Sunday. Logan Martin was the first ever gold medalist in the men's freestyle BMX. He was so good that he wrapped up the final with his first run and then didn't even need to show off his harder tricks in the second run. Uh, Martin, not you, Gabs, he spent $70,000 on his own BMX park in his backyard to prepare for the Olympics. Apparently his neighbours hated it, but that money was well spent in the end. And all Matthew Wern had to do yesterday was sit tight to win his gold medal. It's just a cruisy day on the water, wasn't it? Yeah, Wern had an insurmountable lead in the one-person laser sailing, so he just had to finish and not get DQ'd, which he did. He did that and won the gold to make it three in a row at the Olympics in that event for Australia. Fair effort for us. That made it four gold medals on the day. And that made it the most successful single day ever for Australia at the Olympics. It was raining gold for sure. Don't forget to check out the Tokyo Sprint for a rundown of what's coming up today. Find it in your Sport Today podcast feed. There was, of course, plenty of other Olympic action yesterday and it was a good night for Italians. Gabs, did you consider yourself Italian last night? I had a big bowl of polenta, so I'm basically a gold medalist. Okay. Well, the Italians, they picked up two gold medals first in the 100-metre sprint, and then in emotional scenes in the men's high jump. People talk about the Olympic spirit, Sam, and I reckon this is a moment that just typified it to perfection. So after Italy's Gianmarco Tamberi and Qatar's Mutaz Essa Bashim both failed to clear 2.39 metres, they were offered a jump off. But Bashim asked if they could share the gold instead. Now, there was that split second where I think both athletes waited for the official's decision, and once it happened, emotional scenes followed as tears flowed and the pair hugged it out. Now, that came after Italy's Lamont Marcel ran 9.8 seconds to win the 100-metre gold medal, and waiting at the finish line was Tamberi, who was still jumping at that point. Yeah, it was just a wild night. Uh, Australia's Brandon Stark finished fifth in the high jump and pulled off some gutsy jumps to make it deep into the final and speaking of finals, Aussie Peter Boll won his semi-final in the 800 metres 
and will race in Wednesday night's final. Yeah, he looked mighty impressive and actually set an Australian record of 1 minute 44.11 seconds to reach the final. And he's a real shot at a medal. We can't not mention the new world record either in the women's triple jump last night. Venezuelan Yulima Rojas set a new record of 15.67 metres. That's an incredible 17 centimetres past the old record. Fair to say she was pretty stoked with the record and the gold medal, and you can't blame her. No, you can't. Uh, Today's trivia question, Gabs. Who was the last Australian to make the men's 800 metre final at the Olympics? Bit of a tricky one, so I'll give you a clue. It was way back in 1968, and uh, this person won the gold medal too. Good luck. Doesn't help me, Sam. Now that we're well and truly through the first week of the Games and the swimming is all done, we thought it would be a good time to look at how Australia is tracking in Tokyo. Gabs, you've looked over the numbers. How are we looking? Yeah, I've just put the calculator away and I can reveal we're looking really good. You use an abacus, don't you? Uh, Not this time. Uh, Okay. A few days out from the Games, the official medal projections came out from a stats data company called GraceNote. They projected Australia would win 16 gold medals, and after nine days, we're at 14 already. Now, Grace Note predicted nine golds in the pool. Man, we got nine, which is the most ever by an Australian swim team. Grace Note also predicted Jess Fox to get two gold, Sally Fitzgibbons to win the women's surfing, and our mixed trap shooting team to win. Now, that didn't happen, but they did pick Logan Martin to win the BMX and Matthew Wern to win the sailing, so they were right on the money on that. Grace Note projected we'd be done with winning golds by this stage of the games, but there's still a few great chances for gold still to come, aren't there, Sam? Yeah, I don't reckon we're done just yet. Uh, the Cookaburras and Hockey Roos are looking great in the hockey. The Boomers are a chance in the men's basketball. There's another strong contender in the sailing. Kelsey Lee Barber is the favourite in the javelin. There's a couple of good shots in the velodrome and in the 1,500-metre races on the track. Australia's best gold medal haul is 17 at Athens. Could they get there? Well, the bookies had the Aussies winning 12, so they've already beat the odds. So why not? Just when we thought the sporting codes in Australia had dodged COVID, Brisbane went into a snap three-day lockdown on Saturday. It's fair to say it caused some serious headaches. Games were postponed, moved, and there was a threat the footy codes might have been put on hold. I was in absolute panic mode when Super Saturday was (laughs) cancelled, but fortunately the footy returned on Sunday. All organised sport was cancelled in Brisbane during the lockdown, but in less than 24 hours, the NRL, led by Andrew Abdo and Peter Volandis, somehow convinced the Queensland government to let the boys play at Suncorp Stadium. In the end, the NRL just shifted the games back a day, so rugby league fans have two games to enjoy this evening. It was a slightly different case in the AFL. Six clubs just picked up their things and were flown to Melbourne to complete their games yesterday. Brisbane is set to get out of lockdown on Tuesday, and if that happens, then the footy comps should be okay. But if it extends, expect to see some schedule changes, Gabs. Uh, Luckily, there are no AFL games in Queensland next weekend, but the NRL has the whole comp up there, so they've been crossing all their fingers the lockdown lifts. And their toes, Fez, especially the toes. Now, I reckon Richmond would have hoped there were no AFL games at all yesterday after their premiership defence took a massive hit with a loss to the Dockers in Perth. They are one of four teams now on 32 points, a win behind the Dockers who are in eighth. And it's just as tight in the NRL with teams 7th to 10th all on 18 points while the Storm moved clear at the top after beating an injury hit Penrith 37 points to 10. 
it's not just the NRL in action tonight either, Gabs. We've got some super netball going down. It's the Thunderbirds versus the Vixens from 7.30 tonight. F1 fans who stayed up late last night know we've got a new leader in the overall standings after a hectic Hungarian Grand Prix that saw five of the top contenders crash out on the first turn. I love it. All it takes is a little bit of rain for the mayhem to begin. These guys are professional drivers, but they're just like the rest of us. Bit of rain and they can't seem to handle it. I'm not sure if you remember, but Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton had that heavy crash a couple of weeks ago. Well, Hamilton avoided the carnage this time around, but Verstappen, well, he wasn't so lucky, finishing back in 10th after his car copped heavy damage in the lap one crash. Hamilton had his own dramas when he resumed the race with the wrong tyres, but he recovered with a great drive to finish third to move six points clear at the top. Crazy stuff indeed, but still not as wild as the actual winner of the race. Frenchman Esteban Ocon grabbed his first F1 win. And get this, Gabs, it was his first win since the third tier GP3 in Spain back in 2015. Ocon drives for the Alpine team, and they hadn't so much as led a race, let alone win one at any stage since 2013. That's quite a stretch, Gabs. It's a lengthy drought, Sam. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up and what do you got, Gabs? Look, I'm not the biggest fan of Chance, especially the Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi variety, but I think at this point in time, the Australian swimming team can do whatever they like. They all got together yesterday in a big huddle and blasted it out. It was a joy to watch and thoroughly deserved for everything they've achieved in the pool. Yeah, it was great to watch, Gabs, and there's a link in the episode notes for you to check it out. Uh, The answer to today's trivia question Rafter Bell in Mexico City in 1968. He was the last Aussie to be in the men's 800-meter final at the Olympics. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you again tomorrow.